The best insight, instant feedback, accountability. The all new Talk Radio Freedom 106.5. Welcome back. At this point in time, we have a special interview for you. We've been discussing for quite some time what's going on with the um, Paria Pipeline Commission of um, Inquiry. The report was compiled, it's been handed over to our president. And joining us now is a gentleman who will be speaking to us about some of what we should take into consideration when it comes to this report and timelines. Let's welcome to our program here this morning former OSHA inspector Safraz Ali. Good morning to you. And I have you with us here this morning. Hi, good morning, Satish. Are you all hear me? Yes, we hear you loud and clear. Nice to have you with us here this morning. Before we get Thanks for having me on board. Just before we get into our interview here this morning, let me allow you to give our listeners, um, for those of you who may be unfamiliar um, with our guest, give you the opportunity to speak to them, tell them a bit about you, some what you're involved in, and the capacity in which we're having this discussion, former OSHA inspector. Sure, sure. Uh, well, as you stated there, I, I'm a former OSH agency inspector. I would have worked in different units, in the oil and gas unit, in the petrochemical unit, and then in the San Juan Laventil region where there are lots of manufacturing and service-based companies. I spent five years in the OSH, and then I left in 2013 and joined uh, various organizations in senior capacities as, as health and safety manager, OSH manager. And now I am consulting in the industry outside. Uh, having said that, the death of the four, par well, the death of the four divers on the paria compound or in the paria compound was so so shocking to all of us that I decided that I could not be left in the fence line. That justice must be served, and this is why I am let letting my voice be counted in the public interest and in the interest of the divers and the entire country yeah the report has been compiled the commission has completed its sittings and compiled the report 380 plus pages they've handed it over to the president and the president said that very same day she gave it to the prime minister what are some of the things that we need to now consider with this report and when it comes to timelines and getting the justice that you say we need to get Right. So I just want to make make it known to all outside here that, well, I'm quoting from the OSH Act here, the Occupational Safety and Health Act, which is the legislation that governs everything concerning health and safety for workers, for all stakeholders in the work, any job site. Once it's a place of work in Trinidad and Tobago, this law applies mm -hmm. and it is the law to be complied with. There's also the Occupational Safety and Health Agency, which is the enforcing body or the regulatory body that is charged or given authority under the OSH Act to make sure people are doing what they, what they are supposed to be doing, as stated in the OSH Act. And by people, I mean both the employer, the employees, even stakeholders, like customers going into a facility, that kind of thing. They're, there are duties prescribed in the OSHA for everybody, and everyone has a role to play in ensuring their workplace is as safe as reasonably practical. That's the keywords 
that the Oshak goes by as mm -hmm. reasonably practicable, right? So having said that, I just want to read out the part number 51 where it states this, right? Where the minister is of the opinion, and the minister is, in this case, is the minister of labor. So where the minister is of the opinion that any accident occurring or in the case of an occupational disease contracted or suspected to have been contracted in an industrial establishment and is a matter of public interest, he may so advise the president who may cause an inquiry to be held in accordance with the Commissions of Inquiry Act into such an accident. Now, the thing is, this was done. This was done. I can't remember how long it took after the, the guys died. Well, I think it was about, Satish, you could probably help me out here, about four months, four mm -hmm. to five months, the, 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 the commission inquiry started. Mm -hmm. Yeah. It, 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 there was a time delay. I remember that. Yeah. So that 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 came, and that, re, that commission of inquiry was finally concluded upon the submission of the report, which was last week, Friday, I think it was, where Casey Lynch would have submitted the report in its entirety to the president, who then said she forwarded to the prime minister. So it is in the prime minister realm now, or we have we, we don't know what the prime minister did with the report as yet. Right now, I would just like to make it known. I think your 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 media house carried the story yesterday in yesterday's Guardian, right? Section 91.2, which is under the title Procedure for Prosecution. So this is section 91, part two of the OSHAC, where it states where with respect to or in consequence of any accident in an industrial establishment a report is made by a commission of inquiry or a coroner's inquest is held and it appears from the report or from the proceedings of the inquest that this act was not complied with at or before the time of the accident summary proceedings against the person liable to be proceeded against in respect of such non-compliance may be commenced at any time within six months after the making of the report or the conclusion of the inquest and i want to suggest i want to emphasize after the making of the report so the report was handed in last week friday in my opinion it is the making of the report and therefore the OSHAC has clearly stated section 91 2 that the the enforcing bodies has six months to proffer charges against those liable deemed to be liable in contributing to the death of these four divers so literally the talk the clock is ticking away right now mm. okay so let's let's simplify it for people um the legalese about the section and this and that and the next may confuse people a bit so basically what you're saying right. is that now that the report has been handed over to the president there is a yeah. six-month window within which the information contained therein can be used mm -hmm. for prosecution. For who to prosecute who? Right. So that's an excellent question. So as I said before, the OSH agency, the Occupational Safety and Health Agency, is the is the enforcing body of the OSH Act. All right. So so one one would hope that this report is made available to the OSH agency as soon as possible so that their, their um, legal advisors and so on could look at the contents of the report, but more importantly, look at the evidence of the report 
and, and take the evidence and start to formulate their case in the industrial court yeah. for possible safety and health offenses. No, okay. that's just one half. Mm-hmm. The other half of this is that, in my opinion, the TTPS, the Trinidad and Tobago Police Service, has a serious role to play also in investigating any possible criminal conduct right, that may have occurred during this incident where four divers were, were, were died while waiting to be rescued in, um, in the pipe. So the TDPS, on advice of the DPP, would have a serious role to play also to, to look at any possible criminal um, behavior slash conduct during, before and during this accident. Mm. So the well, two, to answer your question, there are two responsible bodies for bringing charges, the OSH agency, and the TTPS. Now, somebody who has been following this thing as closely as you've been, probably can guide me along as well. You're speaking that the, the, the agencies with responsibility for prosecution or furthering any sort of action now is the police service and OSHA, correct? Um, the OSHA agency, yeah. But they both, the police service and OSHA, conducted their own investigations into this matter. Because when, 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 it, when, when it was in the, the Haiti and it now happened and everything else, we were told that OSHA was compiling its own report, and we were told that the police service was doing its own investigation. And we've not, well, I think the OSHA investigation was completed. I believe they testified at the commission. The OSHA agency, whoever the representative was, testified at the commission. And the police service, I don't know what's going on with their investigation, if they ever started, if it's completed, where it is at this point in time. So, so OSHA now waiting for the report to get the details to prosecute something that they investigated themselves, I, I, I find that don't make sense. See, well, I mean, do, do I have it wrong or, or, or what's going on? Yeah, I, I want to I wanna check, well, try to clarify it here. I mean, that, that logically you are thinking, um, this, well, if an investigation started, how come it is not completed on that side as yet within that organization? Well, the thing is, Remember I read out earlier on in the in the interview, I read out section 51, which where the OSH Act itself make a special provision for a commission of inquiry to be held upon the advice of the minister, which was which was done in this situation here. So even though, yes, even though a preliminary investigation would have been done, um the 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 commission of inquiry started, and to me, very important evidence came out by testimonies of Paria, LMCS, and and um, subcontractor testimonies, right? So that evidence now, based on those testimonies and evidence unnoted in that Commission of Inquiry report, will be very, very vital for the investigative bodies to utilize now. So yes, there there may have been investigation started, but this Commission of Inquiry come it 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 it, it would be like the completion of that of that process of unearthing evidence and so on. Now that this report is available, um, the, the, the relevant, the OSHA agency and the TTPS can utilize the evidence unearthed from it and then build their case forward from here on. Mm, and you're saying that they have a six-month window within which they need to complete this? Or? Clearly, clearly, Section 91.2 has described a, a six-month window. Now, worst-case scenario, if no charges are brought against um, anyone who would have contributed to the death of these four divers. To me, that is that is why I am here right now, to ensure that these four guys get the justice that they deserve. 
and the country also because there are important ramifications for a similar type event like this happening again what what measures have been put in place countrywide for for something like this um to not occur again are there moves to make diving standards regulatory now who will be making those diving standards will it be the ttbs will it be the osh agency coming out with new regulations for diving standards we don't know mm. and we definitely would like measures to be put in place both short term medium term and long term which would prevent a horrific accident like this from happening taking away the lives of our nationals is there any me- method by okay because we're operating on the assumption that the prime minister hands the report to osha and to the police service that that's the that's the the, the premise on which we're making these comments we have no idea if that's going to happen um, and we have even further no no evidence or no no method to ensure it happens within six months. So let's just say, as as is the prerogative of the prime minister, he keeps this report and does nothing with it until a year after. What does it mean for all of these actions that you're talking about that are possible now within the six month, if the time elapses? And and Satish, I so appreciate that question. Hence the reason why I'm in your program, putting my putting my 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 name outside here. Um I I would like to ensure that this commission of inquiry does not does not take the pathway of all the previous inquiries, meaning they have been packed up, dust collecting dust on, on, on a shelf somewhere in a government office, and no charges have been ever been laid from any previous commission of inquiry you could correct me if i'm wrong there but definitely for this commission of inquiry the reason why i am outside now talking about it and talking about timelines is that i would like to ensure that the contents of that report are utilized by the osh agency and the ttps in furthering and getting those people responsible for contributing to the debt of our four nationals Making sure that they are being they are they are held responsible in the appropriate court of laws. Mm. Some uh, well, I I don't know if this is uncharted territory because we've had numerous commissions before, and as you rightly say, we didn't really hear anything coming out of them other than we spent a set of money. Somebody's asking a question here, and they're saying, "Can no. the TTPS use this report in their criminal investigation?" I don't think so. Can your guest clarify? Satish, I didn't hear the question. Okay, Could the you the, the question is, can the police service use this report in their criminal investigation? The person who texted and suggested that they don't think so, and they're asking for clarification, can the, can the police use this information to charge anybody? Most definitely. Most, most definitely. We don't know the contents of the report. We don't know the evidence, with the, 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 how they collated the report, um, what evidence they omitted, and so on. But as I said before, if there, if there were criminal conduct... Okay. Unnoted. During during the um during the commission of inquiry and it was documented in the report, then certainly the TTPS has a role to play in investigating possible criminal conduct. Okay. Now in, remember in, we are operating on the premise that there is included somewhere in this document evidence or, or information that would lead to suggest there was criminal conduct. And and you're saying that right. we well, we need to have justice for these gentlemen and all this kind of which everybody agrees with. Uh, right. let, let's create a scenario. Suppose mm-hmm. we 
the public, the police service, OSHA, everybody, they get the report. And we are told afterwards by OSHA and the police that they have found no evidence to pursue criminal investigations against anyone. What would you say to such a development? Excellent question again. And hence the reason why my call, why my call is to lay the report in Parliament. Lay the report in Parliament. This is such a public, important case where in one accident alone, four of our nationals died. Lady report as is in Parliament so that for the fullness of transparency and accountability, everyone could see what the contents of the report are and there will be no ambiguity or no allegations of cover-up or anything of that sort once mm. the report is laid in Parliament. We need to take a couple of messages to take us up to the top and then we'll continue after the 8 o'clock news, get some calls in, have some perspectives. We are speaking this morning with a very special guest discussing the issue of what's going on with this, this report, with this commission of inquiry that was handed into our president and now to our prime minister. Stay with us. This is the Morning Rumble with Satish Mahabir. Five minutes after eight is the final hour of our show here this morning. Continuing our discussions for a bit with former OSH inspector Safraz Ali, taking some of your phone calls, 627-3223-625-2257. Let's see who's with us. Hello, good morning. Morning, um, Satish. Uh, I had concerns about the CCPS using the report from understanding. I don't think that they could. Because that, re- that inquiry was commissioned in a nutshell to determine what went wrong and necessary recommendations to prevent reassurance. Now, during the inquiry, I believe, if there is suspected criminal acts taking place, um, I think the inquiry stops or parallel to the inquiry a summary of evidence is done by the TTPS and their charges should be laid. But I don't think it's the right thing or the ethical thing to do for the TTPS to use content of this inquiry to, to proper criminal charges against anyone. I don't think that's how it is. I'm so confused. I subjected to correction. I don't think that's how it is. Mm. It cannot use contents of that report to a criminal investigation. Okay, so then, okay, okay. Let's let's take your premise that um, the report is basically um, null and void in the eyes of the police when it comes to pursuing criminal investigation. What what should be done if nothing is being done? How should the police then approach this? They have to conduct their own independent criminal investigation. That's how it, that's how I believe it is done mm. because. I have to comment with this inquiry from a fall like So some sort of criminal investigation has to take place. And I think the CCPS initiated their, um, their investigation um, not long after the death of these four men. So probably we need to get somebody from the CCPS to, set, to shed some light as to how far that investigation has reached. Or if it is deliberately being stymied so you know um short circuit process and use contents of the report. 
But I really don't think that's how it's done. Probably Carney sent to one of these legal minds to shed some light on this. Thank yeah. you. Yeah. Thank you so much for your call. We have our guest here, former Ash Inspector Safra Zali, and that was uh, basically the text message that was sent in before. You're, you're not of that opinion. You're of the opinion that the police can use this information. Most definitely. And, and I mean, the OSH Act is the law of the land, and the police service is charged with upholding the law, right? And Section 91.2 clearly states that um, if charges can be brought against responsible parties that contributed to this accident, then charges should be brought. The, the our shark didn't say if it's the TTPF, so if it's the OSH agency. So I am saying is that if during the COE proceedings, uh, criminal conduct may have been unrated, may have, I use my words carefully, I don't want to prejudice anything at all, may have been unrated, then definitely there is a right by the TTPS to utilize the evidence unrated in building their case forward. Okay, and see. similarly with the audit agency. Let's take another call. Hello, good morning. Hey, morning to you, Scottie. Morning to you, I guess. Well, you know, he said what I was going to say that, you know, by now, all the parties involved, even the workers are going, even the people are working, right? I mean, I work in industry, and there are certain things we as workers are aware of and that know we're supposed to have in place. So, you know, all the parties in, already in this case are aware of what I mean, unofficially, officially because the OSHAC is the guideline, and you, you, anyone who works in any industry, you, you, you know, what you have to do the course, and you have to have a certain level of the pass mark to an awareness of the dangers around you. So everybody are aware of it, and if they work at themselves, I mean, sometimes workers, we, we take the chance and work, knowing that uh, we do have all the safety gears in place. So at this point in time, I mean, I look at it, eh? I mean, they moving forward. You maybe have negligence on the part of the people who are in charge. Because, I mean, there are people who are not supposed to allow you to, to conduct these, um, these, uh, these, these technical operations or the necessary um, protective gears and so on. But that is just how it, that is, just how it is you know, in Trinidad. In and when something does happen, which happens once in a while, nobody hoping for it to happen, then you know, there are people that will automatically be held accountable. Don't mind, we know they are accustomed to doing it, but you will automatically be held accountable because that was supposed to be your task to ensure that these people have the correct idea and the protective gears before they, um, they undertake the task. So moving forward, I mean, it may be a plus or minus fear or unfair game eh, to all the parties involved because you, the worker, know what's supposed to be done. You took the chance, gone, went to work, and then you have the parties that are responsible for ensuring that it's done. So you know, it's a real kind of topsy-dopey situation, but the lives are lost. is so sad, and at this point in time, in, now, when, when this situation we're in here right now, it also makes it complex moving forward for the, um, to, for the compensation as well. Because remember, you'll say, well, who to blame, who to blame, who to blame. And that is where we are. So moving forward, this, these lives must be lost in vain. And we must ensure that all companies, because remember, this company is a national company. Where this, the company where the, the, and the compound that are being carried on is a national company. It's a and bigger company. So... Moving forward, let's try to follow all guidelines so we lessen the, the... You can't stop an accident, but at least we have things in place in even the accident that's happened. I'm a blessing. All we could do at this point in time, we can't remember lies. Bye. Okay, thank you. Let's take another call. Hello, good morning. Good morning, Satish, and good morning to former inspector. Uh, former morning, inspector, sir. I'm trying to understand something which has my mind befuddled. One of the rumors that happened before the commission of inquiry was that they heard a knocking on the pipe. 
And Mr. Piper instructed them to lock off the flange, leave them inside of there. When the commissioner inquiry sat, the, what came out of the commissioner inquiry was that they got a report of a knocking on a pipe, and teams from three different companies went to the different locations, trying to return knock, trying to hear knock, trying to see a knock, and they were hearing no knock. And at no point in time it revealed a commercial inquiry was the flange locked off. Now, if that flange had been locked off after you had knocking a pipe, that would have been a criminal act. Now, the criminal act that they're talking about here is that Mr. Piper should have allowed persons to go into the pipe and rescue the individual. Now, who, who is he going to allow? Which company you come from? Where do you come from? I heard a whole set of people wanted to go in. I hope Philip Gillett had a team, and this one had a team, and that one had a team, and everybody wanted to go into the pipe. Right? At the end of the day, had anyone gone into that pipe and they got stuck additionally, Mr. Piper would have been responsible whether they volunteered or not. When the individual Excuse came sir. out of the pipe, Excuse and let me be clear about this, eh? Mr. Christopher Budram was not sir, part of the diving team. All right, Eric, he Eric, was Eric, Eric, driver. Eric, 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 Yeah, the guest wants to ask you a um, question. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What happened here? You're calling names and so on, and I am not very comfortable with that. Let us leave what your report name by as the media? Whatever. whatever the report. We don't know what the Okay, what I wouldn't, I wouldn't call any more names, but let me finish what I'm saying, right? One individual no, who was not part of the... Is criminal yeah. conduct in the report, if there's evidence to show that there was criminal conduct, let the relevant agency deal with it. And let me just leave it there. Why are you going right, to... But, but let me finish what I'm saying, please. ...specific activities for... Yeah, one individual who was not part of the diving team, but the rescue drive, diver, when the incident took, took place, he went in the pipe to find his colleagues. When he went and he found them, he realized that he was unable to get them out. And he came out. He said on three different occasions he was swimming through oil and water. And on three different occasions he was lucky to find air pocket which was toxic air and he bred it and he kept swimming and swimming until he came to a point where somebody had found him and brought him out. Now that was the condition of the pipe. What was Mr. What, sorry, what Eric, was what Eric, was Eric, the official of Paria supposed to do? Eric, Allows Eric, 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 you know, I, I go lose my cool at all someday, you know, really and truly. When you see her trying to talk to her, I don't know, is it that, when all the come, come back and tell was it all here, me or something? Because if, if when I'm trying to speak to her, you know, they're, phone, they're not hearing me, I need to tell the technicians so they could fix it. Because sometimes when we're having conversations, I feel the need to interject because of what is being said. And I don't know if it's a case of they just clearly ignoring me because all they want to continue the conversation. If all they're not hearing me, I want to give all the benefit of the doubt. But all they don't hear me. So I, I, I'll I need to refer this to the technician so they could fix the volume or the controls or whatever it is they need to fix. Yeah. So that when I try to talk to all they could hear me. Because we are going down a road that I I think while we have a lot, we need to be careful about how we deal with it. Because you don't want to exactly. prejudice anything that could possibly happen moving forward yeah. by putting exactly. into the public domain put perspectives on us on a situation that you feel are the correct perspectives. So we need to be guided. And that's all I'm saying here. It's not like I'm stopping people from talking. I don't want to make your point or anything else. But we need to be responsible about how we conduct certain conversations simply because of what could come as a result of these reports. And, and Satish, I would like to disassociate myself from that last caller's comment. 
he doesn't know what the comment what the what the contents of the commission of inquiry report is neither do i neither do anybody except those who have it in their possession and therefore i am saying let the process occur this is the process specified in the osha and let it occur i am saying that no stone no stone should be left until until a thorough until a thorough analysis of the report has been done and whatever evidence is there presented in the report should be utilized mm. by the relevant agency slash organization well, that's all we're saying we're I, not I, calling any names i i think at this point in time you're correct um what happened and who do this and who didn't do what and who was expected to do what and what we expect this that's what under the bridge now for us we have no jurisdiction in adjudicating or evaluating the information to determine what goes on so putting Correct. come in here this morning to try to paint a defense for piper i know your place that's you, you're, you're entitled to a position yes but outlining a defense for an individual is not something that you really should be engaging in at this point in time simply because naturally uh-huh Sorry, go ahead. Yeah, you go ahead. The simple thing is because natural justice would 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 dictate that you try not to taint the public's perspective of what happened back then and who was wrong and who was right because King's Counsel Lynch was very very um, cautious in not yeah. trying to ascribe blame. And there's a reason why the man kept saying not trying to to ascribe blame to anybody because you don't yeah. want to put that into the public domain at this point in time to color any investigation and prevent anybody from having a fair trial at the end of the day that's what you want so i understand why some people have their fixed narrative on what went on and that's your that's your perspective you're entitled to that and whatever else but we need to be cautious um you were but just just to close off just to close off eric's comment right if you had listened carefully to the loan survivor's account the loan survivor was stating that one of the divers was right behind him that was his evidence. One of the divers was right behind him. So by all means, just 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 to, just to go into that little small detail, nothing much. By all means, if a rescue could have been done safely, then by all means let it be done. Mm. If the guys and them said they needed a longer rope, a, a guide rope to go in with, because that's where they came up back. The diver, the rescue divers came up for a longer rope, right? Well, I guess no. I, I I guess no. That is for the authorities mm -hmm. to adjudicate upon. Um, and Correct. and I, I I think the issue we should be we should be championing at this this point is not necessarily innocence or guilt, but let's get the report, let's get Correct. the report public. Let the prime minister and and a full version. Eh? We want to sanitize. We'll give you twenty pages out of the whole thing. We want the whole thing. We want everything published, put into the public domain, laid in parliament. However, he chooses to do it and do it quickly. Right. And then after Correct. the information is in the public domain in a very, very um, real way, with the report out and anybody can access it, it makes it easier to have some of these discussions without putting yourself in trouble. Uh, so Very well said. Um, I, I think that everybody has, everybody we've spoken to, apart from three people who called into the poll this morning, they've all said that the Prime Minister should make this thing public. So the ball is in the Prime Minister's court, but... There's a there's a real issue that we need to confront. Let's take a couple calls before we do that. And the real issue really is, can we as a nation make the Prime Minister publish the report? Uh, we should mull on that question. Hello, good morning. Morning. Um, I don't like how certain callers want to turn a political situation just because a certain party is in power, they want to insist that the, um, the company 
is in lab. I, I would have thought, you know, there was a survivor that his information would have been very important in decision making. Mm-hmm. What he said, one, there were people down there. Two, they were still alive. Three, how much time did their tongue have? Did their tongue have, would allow them to exist, continue to survive until the expiry time and then the expiration of the air? And that is, that is the key in making decisions of, of whether to make an attempt or just sit back and allow it to drift away. If there's ample time, that you guys could have been uh, surviving for five, six, seven hours. In two, three, or four, five hours, I think an attempt should have been made. But then just said, I went by doing nothing, but there was no time to go away. So, very responsible on the, on, on the part of the decision makers, if, if I must say so. Thanks for the time. Thank you for your call. Hello, good morning. A pleasant good morning once more, Satish, and to your guests. Satish, I'm very confused. I thought we have a report from the Commission of Inquiry, and I'm listening to Eric saying all kind of thing. Did he give evidence at the Commission of Inquiry? I don't think so, and I think that he's totally out of place and out of timing, and I don't think we should, that issue should be di- discussed at all until we get the report of the Commission of Inquiry. I thank you. Enjoy. No, that's basically what I said. The contents of who do what and not and all that kind of thing, even though it may have been in the public domain, it's now part of a document that cannot, cannot be used or may or may not be used as evidence in a criminal exactly. trial moving forward. Last Friday, we spoke to Philip Edward Alexander, and he said that today, this week, somehow or the other, they're going to make a call on the Prime Minister to give that report to the DPP so that the DPP can peruse it and see whether or not there is evidence there for some sort of criminal investigation or action. Uh, I, it, it, fr- from, okay, let's take another call before I ask you this question. Hello, good morning. That is, I go be very short. You see that report? They should give one to the prime minister, one to the president, one to the commissioner—not commissioner. I mean the um, chief justice and the opposition leader. And Mr. Lynch should keep a copy. So anytime the anything we didn't say or the high the cross off any body name, he could say now. Nah. He could be like the referee. Thank you very much. Yeah, well, quite frankly, all them people that you're talking about who should get the report and this one report and get one report, if you make the if you make the report public, all of them will get it. You understand? And and I think that's the bigger picture. Forget giving it to this one and giving it to that one and giving it to the next one. Give it to everybody. Make it public. Lay it in, in Parliament if you want to lay it in Parliament. Put it up just as, as the Commission on them at our website. You know, put it up on the website. And let everybody get access to the thing unsanitized. But... There, there seems to be, and correct me, and this is the question that I wanted to ask you, there seems to be creeping into the discussion a political agenda as to somehow or the other this event has been bolted to the chest of the PNM, although I don't think that it should have been. Uh, the response to it has been um, thrown into the mix as well. Do you think that we should adopt a political line on this at all. Um, Satish, to answer that question, my answer is a resounding no. There's no politics to be played with, with um, persons' health and safety, uh, especially with, with the death of four divers. Uh, the Prime Minister would have convened a commission of inquiry. Um, sorry. The, 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 the government would have convened a commission of inquiry based on the importance of the um, of the the situation where four divers died and uh, let the chips fall where they fall. 
ladyships for whatever whoever would have contributed to the to, to the death of these four divers there are children outside now who don't have fathers again their wives who don't have husbands again because there was a breakdown in the system somewhere we don't know where it was but that was the purpose of the commission inquiry to unearth facts if the planning process was 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 faulty at the beginning if during the procedure a step was not followed we're not sure exactly what happened right um and the, the purpose of the commission inquiry was to unearth the facts surrounding it and a report was compiled by casey lynch and let me say at this point in time i'm very pleased with the way how casey lynch and senior counsel ramesh lawrence marge and the commission inquiry staff would have conducted this they come they conducted it free and fearless and important information came out and as i said there's no politics in the death of four divers let the let the chips fall where they may and let the relevant enforcing agencies the regulatory bodies do their work now let's take another call hello good morning Satish, good morning. Mm-hmm. I really was not hearing you. I, you know, I'm not afraid of robust debate. Mm-hmm. But the, the, the point I would want to close off on this matter by saying is simply this. That if, to ask the inspector this, if it is that that Paria had allowed an individual to go into the pipe and that individual did not return... Mm-hmm. So okay, yeah, Eric, 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 you're, Eric, you're going back down the so same road again. Yeah, you're going back down the same road again. Let's, and... not, let's not even go there. The report has been completed. Let the relevant bodies do what they have to do now, based on the findings of the report. It is not for any one of us now, Eric, to adjudicate on the actions of Paria and determine or try to determine in our minds whether it was right or wrong. Um, and, and that's a sad reality. We may want to. Because there are people who would want to say Piper was right and there are people who would want to say Piper was wrong based on all that's in the public domain. But that's not for us to decide at this point in time. It is going to be a part of our discussion, hopefully, by the authorities. Let's wait to hear what they have to say. And that's where we need to and leave also, it. And also, Satish, there, there, will, there most likely will be civil proceedings being brought up by divers. I, I, I listened to one or two of the attorneys and they are very interested in getting this report also because it is within their constitutional right to, to take civil action also so if that happens i i don't want to be part of any discussion like that in this thing here where we calling people names and so on without the report being sent to the relevant parties and without the parties building their cases as per the evidential the evidence that came out yeah let's take another call hello good morning hello good morning satish and good morning to your guest um to your guest satish um the report was handed over to the president if I had my way, I would change the Constitution in such a way that it would be handed over to multiple persons. And I think that OSHA, in its, in its role as a, a, as a regulator of industrial um, performance, should be one of those organizations that the report should be, the, the report should already be in all your hands, so to speak. Do you agree with that? Agon. Thank you so much for your call. What's your response? Well, this is this is this is why we are having this program this morning to, to to make a clarion call to the prime minister and to the cabinet to make the report available to the relevant enforcement agencies mm-hmm. so that they could do their their part now in building a case. Remember, six months we have is, is five five months and 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 three weeks now a, a week nearly passed already, right? Mm-hmm. So so time is ticking away literally, and you want to give the 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 relevant bodies enough time to build their case on what they would have had before and see what 
what this report has, where they could further their case and therefore do what they have to do in the court of, in the courts of law to bring the perpetrators to justice. Hello, good morning. Morning, your Bassett Yeah, well, even though we saw it live and so on, I could understand your sensitivity to people forming conclusions. <clears throat> because uh, expert um, testimony and expert uh, positions have to be taken into consideration. And um, <clears throat> highly political callers will naturally slant it one way or the other. Um, but I'm glad that it is out. Even if they release this just before Santa arrives, Christmas Eve, 10 o'clock in the night, right? It's going to be very impactful because this was very traumatic. Those four divers dying there while the one survivor, Bodram, had come out and been pulled out from the elbow that he couldn't get out. He couldn't get up from through the vertical path. <coughs> After he had been rescued, he, he gave serious testimony about how, how many seams he passed, how many joints of the line he passed, and so on, to give an idea as to where the men were, because he felt it as he was coming out, you know, so to give an idea as to the distance inside where they were and whatnot. And um, he thought that when he woke up in the hospital, they would be all around him. In fact, he was in a COVID ward with COVID patients all around him, you know. So the whole, and he was still, still had all this oil and so on on top of, on his skin. So, you know, um, <clears throat> his testimony, and, and that's the guy who swam out through all the oil and gas and so on. He wasn't a rescuer. He was one of the divers. Um, our friend Eric is mistaking him for the rescuer. Um, I don't know why. I've corrected him a few times on that. You need to go and read up on it, Eric, if your memory is fading. I mean, we all getting on, you know. Um, he, Bodram was not a rescuer. Bodram was one of the divers, Christopher Bodram. And he swam out to try and save himself and to get some help. And he told one of the guys on the outside that your father was right behind me there. So those are things that came out, the expert opinions and, um, and, and the legal considerations and whatnot. We'll take it over from there. Thank you. Thank you so much for your call. Let's take another call. Hello, good morning. Hey, morning, Saturday. Morning, Trinidad. I feel Eric, what Eric's trying to really say is in every, every um, crisis or emergency, where human, well, we have we we pull out vehicles from ditch, you have animals, you have human. Human being life at the top of the list in any, in, in, uh, when you have a crisis. And I know rescue attempts take various... Um, various forms. Sometimes you have things in place where sometimes you don't, sometimes it's just, it happens and you just have to respond. At the end of the day, all rescue have a risk in it. Especially if you're high up in the air, ability water. Ability water, you may attempt to rescue, and one of the rescuers going to rescue may also get in trouble and be a casualty. That's just how rescue, high rescues, that's just how rescues. At the end of the day, we have cases where people went to rescue people in the sea, Recently, somewhere down in deep south earlier, they say a guy went to rescue a girl. The girl said, but he, um, he, um, he succumbed, you know, he and a jungle. And I just saw it. Is. So it's a risk, and I just saw it. Is. And we, we try at all costs to rescue human, to, 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 to save life in any crisis. And I just saw it. Is. So at the end of the day, the decision, I mean, it is a split decision and a very quick decision you have to make. And whatever decision you make, you do not, you're not sure what direction you're going to go, what's going to happen especially when they build water. So that is just how it is. And 
and this as I will continue to maintain moving forward, let's try and have things in place so we wouldn't have any close or any occurrence of a situation given like this again. I mean, we know we like to take chances as workers, as employees, everybody, but under the water, chances are not to be taken or on great heights. Doctor, listen, have a blessed trip and be and be safe. Bye. Yeah. Thank you so much for your call. Uh, this is where we're going to drop the questions on our interview here this morning. Um, it was it was interesting the the perspective and and some of the the things that we need to consider now moving forward with the report being compiled and handed over to the president and to the prime minister as to how how do we expect it to go? Where are we expecting it to go? And some of the timelines that you've identified. For the people who may have missed the beginning of our interview with our guest, former Osh Inspector Safraz Ali, let's just end where we began and, and remind people of some of the things that we need to consider now with this report and some of the timelines that are important sure. to us. So, to recap, it's very unfortunate that we lost four of our nationals. Very, very unfortunate. All right. Um, the OSHAC clearly states in section 91.2, 91 part 2, that there is a six-month window for charges to be brought on people who may have contributed to this um, death of the four divers. And that six-month window has started already on the submission of the report to the president. What happens here on is very, very important and time-sensitive. And we are calling for the report to be made public, one, if it can be laid in Parliament, and or forwarded to the relevant enforcement agencies so that they now could take the evidence from the report mm. and build their case and come and bring this whole situation to a close where persons who may have been responsible are brought to justice. And also more and equally important is that um, things are put in place in the country to prevent uh, a disaster like this from occurring because it could be somebody else down the line, God forbid, mm -hmm. who lose who lost who will lose a life again in, in a diving related incident. We we hope that that will not happen. Yeah. I wanna thank you for being with us here this morning and giving us these these issues that we probably need to consider and inject into the the discussion as we move forward. It was my pleasure having you on this morning. Nice to have you with us. Thank you very much, Satish. And that Take care, everybody. Good. The best insight, instant feedback, accountability. The all-new Talk Radio, Freedom 106.5.